This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Repping the Spear Rocket team today. Welcome back to the Icon Podcast. I am your host, Gianna. I'm excited to be here. And special thank you to Spear Rocket VA for yet another episode of the Icon Podcast, sharing some incredible stories. And today it is my honor to share Carrie's. Welcome to the show. Hi, I'm excited to be here. Yes, me too. And you know, you said you haven't had an opportunity to share your story really yet. And I'm super excited to have the opportunity to do so today. So Carrie, I guess just take us back to the beginning. Who are you and how'd you find yourself a real estate agent? Oh, wow. Well, (laughs) so I, well, I'm Carrie. I am from Mount Pleasant, Michigan, which is in the very center of Michigan. So for those of you who can't see, yes, I'm a Michigander. I am putting up my hand and I'm pointing right in the center of it. Um, Very rural area. I was in the restaurant business for eight years and I was a waitress and then I managed that restaurant for the remaining last two years, making $19,000 a year, thinking I had everything figured out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And um, my husband actually at the time, who wasn't my husband said, let's buy a house. And I said, I don't even know how to do that. No idea. So we, just like everybody else, thought we were going to buy some land and we were going to build a house and we were going to do all these things. And we were in the real estate office of a friend of mine's mom. And he looked right at me and he said, you would be really good at this. And I said, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I want a paycheck every two weeks. Commission scared the Evan liver Jesus out of me. Didn't want to do it. Um, and then it was funny cause he said it again. And then the real estate agent that I was working with, um, I knew her personally, she said the same thing. So she goes, just job shadow me and see what you think. So I took a day off from work. I job shadowed her and the love affair started right then and there. I fell absolutely head over heels in love with it. It, the craziness level, the chaos really fed to me cause I'm a very high energy person. Um, knowing that I could meet a lot of people. I love people. So that was another thing that really, um, you know, came to me. So I went down to school, fell in love with it, went in, they took me right in at the place I was before. And (laughs) I actually did very well right off the bat, which was shocking. I closed um, 27 deals my first year. I did almost three million. No. Yeah. I did almost 3 million in sales um, my first year. And I actually found that I was good at something because (laughs) before I didn't feel like I had a purpose. I was really in a down place in my life. So when I found real estate, it was very cool because I was able to kind of blossom into something that I didn't even realize I was going to be good at. So that was really neat. Carrie, did you quit restaurant industry cold turkey or did you go into real estate like part time at first? Like how did you ease into it? So at the time I still needed to have some income. So I actually worked at the restaurant for six months. So I got my license and then I 
switched my restaurant schedule. So then I worked nights at the restaurant and I did real estate during the day. And I did that for about six months at the time. I think I had nine deals pending and I said, okay, I really have to just, if I want to be successful, if I want to do this, I had to take the risk and I quit my job at the restaurant, jumped full time into real estate and I have never looked back. The restaurant owner still wishes I'd come back and I told him I love you, but I can't. <laughs> it's completely I different. love you, but $19,000 a year, <laughs> woof. Uh, I, a little bit more than that. So I have been a waitress my whole career life. The food industry, mm-hmm. woof. Like, yes, <laughs> exactly. And it's, it's easy for people-centric people like us to do really well in the restaurant industry, but also the, the real estate industry just has a calling for us to connect with people and help them with really big and emotional investments in their life. And so that's incredible. Um, sounds like you found your calling. So I love that. Yes. And that first brokerage, was it an EXP brokerage or, you know, was it not? How did you make that change? How'd you come across EXP? How'd you cut those ties? I know. I know. So I was with my previous brokerage, which was a Coldwell Banker franchise. Um, I was with them for four years. I was, again, I got the Rising Star Award for the area. I got multiple awards. I was the Isabella County top three for a long time. So I was escalating very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up starting to train there. <laughs> yes. Oh, a promotion? Awesome. You get to do more work, but for any more money? No? no. Cool. Love that. All right. Moving so, on. I, um, I loved it there. It was a classic case of, I loved the people, mm-hmm. but the business model just was not making sense for me. So I had a gentleman from Grand Rapids, an EXP agent. Um, I actually went on a, on a bus to a Tigers game with him and I didn't even tell him I was a top producer. I didn't say anything. And then he found out and was like, you need to hear this. This is up your alley, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I looked into EXP for a couple months. I wasn't ready to jump ship again because I loved where I was so much. And I loved the people and the manager at the time was a very, very good mentor to me. And I had a very big connection. And I think that is everyone's biggest struggle when if they're thinking about leaving a brokerage is that emotional connection they have with them. Um, But for me, ultimately, I looked at this like, I am a good person I, and I and I lead with my heart. However, if I want to be a smart business owner, I need to look at this in, as a business. Mm-hmm. And when I saw the EXP model end of day, looking at a paper, I could not say no. I literally could not say no. Um, I was giving that when I when I left what the straw that broke the camel's back was I figured out I had given that other brokerage over $50,000. And when I realized it was over $50,000, you know, EXP, the 16 cap made sense to me and the rev share and everything else. And I said, okay, this could really change my life, my family's life. Um, So I was going to make the change. And um, it was very hard. I cried. I did it in person. I was a good, I did a good Good. in person. Yep. Um, But good. And I was the only, there was one other EXP agent around my area. He was a little bit north than me. So um, I branched out and then I started my um, little office to which at the time was only going to be me and my assistant, which is not no longer the case. So again, I just keep like going and I don't know when it's going to stop, but we'll see. Never, 
Never. There is no ceiling here. That's <laughs> true. Well, um, Carrie, you know what? Like, obviously, you came over to EXP because the model made sense. You know, it was up your alley. There's still, and they're like, there's still good people here. There's always good people here. There were good people at your last brokerage, but there are some incredible people here as well. So that collabor sense of collaboration is still here. But, you know, what makes you really say, I am never leaving EXP? So for me, I just, number one, I can't find a model that beats it. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing, because, you know, we have some people moving around and I always check other models, you know, and for a real estate agent to say they don't, number one, you should be. And number two, why not? Right. You need to know what your competition is. And there's just nothing that beats it. I mean, we have the rev share. The stock is a really big thing for me. I paid off all my debt with the stock. Um, and still have a good portion of my stock in here because I, I do the stock um, percentage on my paychecks. And the other big thing for me for EXP is I switched to EXP right before COVID hit. I left in January and then that March was COVID. So I left this big brokerage <laughs> to be all by myself um, and then COVID hit. So I was also stuck to my room. I had just put a lease on the little building that I had. And thankfully COVID was a blessing because we did so much. I mean, EXP, I mean, the amount of people that were in the world at that time during COVID, you know, really benefited me because I took classes every day. I was having masterminds with people. I was talking with them. And then my upline that I'm in, which I think is another big part of EXP people don't talk about, I have a very supportive upline too. So I have them as well. So that's part, I just don't know again if I could, if there is going to be a model that's going to have all those layers right. to which is what makes EXP work. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I get what you're saying, you know, and like, um, you'd be surprised, actually, a lot of icons talk about their upline and how important it is to choose the right upline. Yes. Um, there really is no like true wrong upline, right? There are incredible people at EXP, but you want to find people with the same um, work ethic as you. And like, you know, something I've been seeing a lot is like, are you a wolf? Are you a lion? Are you a lamb? Like kind of thing, um, like almost like a, a new version of like an Enneagram. Um, but like when you're the most like productive and like kind of finding people that have the same, um, I don't want to say drive cause everyone at EXP has a lot of motivation and ambition, but you know, some people are more productive in the morning. Some people are way more productive in the afternoon, like right. just kind of finding your drive and like your work ethic and, uh, the right upline here is important. And so, um, that's awesome that you found the correct, uh, family tree. I like to reference it mm -hmm. as here. And, um, you know, it's really important, you know, in a time like COVID when, you know, the world is changing and, you know, can I even show houses? Are we doing this virtually? Right. How are we going about this? And EXP um, really handled that well. They so did. And I sold all my houses virtually. I still listed and sold all of the houses virtually during COVID, which, you know, we were really talking about that heavily in EXP. And that was the other one of the other reasons was the tech. I mean, I came over for the tech, you know, I'm 33. So I would say like, I'm a techie person. And like, there's all that new tech that now I feel like an old techie person. So I'm still navigating through all of that. Right. No, I get it. I get it. My, uh, I have some friends that are like, cause I'm 24. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're like, Gianna, like what, how do we do an Instagram story? And they call me coach. 
because uh, I, I help them build their social media and like I'll swipe up on their stories and yell at them for not doing things a certain way. And like, you know, um, we live in a world where you just have to be like bilingual and that is yeah. in technology and with people skills. And it's uh, it's kind of crazy. Um, but that social media is something that people look at and they buy you first and it's just what it is now. Yeah. And that was, I mean, social media, that is what I'm kind of known for in my area. Um, again, we have a live in a very rural area. The average, I think when I started, the statistic was like the average realtor was 57. And oh, wow. yeah, and that definitely plays true in my area. I was probably one of the younger ones when I started. Um, mm -hmm. And I use social media to grow my business. And I'll never forget the time we have our little group meetings on Wednesday. And they're like, well, how many, how much business do you really get from Facebook? And I'm like, I don't know, like 85%. And then everybody was like, huh? And I was <laughs> like, yeah, and it's free. Like, yeah, you crazy. If you want to. <laughs> No, that's incredible. I, I love blowing people's minds with the, with those statistics, right? Because like um, one icon I interviewed, she got 40% of her closes from social media. I was like, dude, nobody's going to top that. And then just a couple of days later, I had somebody that gets like 85% of her closes from social media. I was like, whoa, like this is mind blowing. Um, and it's like you said, it's free. And then people get to know, like, and trust you through a social realm. Like they already know you. It's incredible. I love it. And yeah, definitely and I, capitalize on it. I also think the big thing about social media that people don't realize, especially with like um, the generation gaps, like millennials and those kind of things, I feel like we don't call, right? So it's less scary for them to send me and shoot me a Facebook message than it is to pick up their phone and call me. They're like, I don't want to call you. I'm just going to message you. Can you show me this house? And I'm like, yeah, right. let's go. Can you just text me? Or like, I, I do, I do too. Like, I hate it. I hate when like my pharmacy calls me and they're like, your prescription <laughs> I'm like, can you send me a push notification? Like, it's just, it's a weird world we're living in, man. But uh -huh. I do not. And it's a very spammy world, right? So I do not answer my phone anymore. I don't, yep. I hate it. Um, you can leave me a voicemail if my voicemail is not full and it probably <laughs> is. So I'm really sorry T text me. If you really need something, text me, text me. Um, or email me. But like I told you earlier, I have a hundred unread emails just this morning. Yep. So probably just text me. Um, so that's incredible that you have that flexibility carry and that adaptability to a very technological world and EXP is very supportive of a very techie world and has trainings on social media every week. I've heard people talk about it and they're amped about it. And, you know, I have some icons that I've, you know, interviewed with like thousands and thousands of followers. How many followers do you have, Carrie? Probably a ton. Uh, currently on my Facebook, I have just over 2000. Okay. Um, and that's just in my area. It's very yeah. hard to build that up, especially because um, in real estate, we're not allowed to give away giveaways and that kind of stuff to like, that's what most people do to build up their um, pages. Yeah. We're not allowed to do that. So you literally just have to get people to come to you as a resource. Mm -hmm. So I have a little over 2000 on my Facebook for this area. And then I have a um, little, just a little over 700 on my Instagram game. But again, as a millennial, Hey, if you're killing the game, dude, if you're getting leads from that, that's fabulous. Okay. Yeah. That's all that matters. And honestly, like it, it doesn't matter the quantity of followers you have as much as the quality, right? They're interactive with you. They're learning. You're at the top of their mind. And that's 
that is the most important for all of you out there buying followers. Why? For what? Right. You're wasting money. Right. So anyway, moving on before I get onto a social media. <laughs> I know. It's like a whole other ball game. This is a whole different podcast, okay? We'll do a spinoff at some other point. But um, I want to talk about, you know, Carrie, obviously you're busy. Um, you're married. You are a high producer. You got a lot going on. So how do you take care of Carrie? How do you make sure you're not on burnout mode all the time? So that's something I've struggled with the entire, well, I'm in my seventh year now, whole time. Um, real estate is something that you put, you get out what you put in. So if you literally work all around the clock, you will be very busy. And I have experienced that. So um, I'm also a mom. I am a mom of a, she'll be five in August. So this is going to sound terrible, but I'm going to say it. Number one, sleep. I have to have good sleep. If I do not have good sleep, I am not going to operate well. So that is my first thing As I do. I make sure I get good sleep because I know that personally for me, I need sleep. <laughs> It sounds so bad, but it's no, true. And I know, Carrie, that's not bad. If you're like, man, I need to have six glasses of wine before bed every night. I'm like, okay, Carrie, you know, I get it, girl. Like Thursday, mm -hmm. Friday night, sometimes real estate is stressful, but no, sleep is fine. Yeah, but it's it's totally different if you're like, yeah, I gotta have a Xanax to even fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Just fine. I mean, hey, but like, you know, there could be worse things, right, yeah. other than needing sleep. So anyway, keep going. How else to take care of yourself? Um, so definitely that is my first. And then the second thing is, is my family has suffered really because I've, um, continued to grow so quickly over the last seven years. Um, yeah. really all of them know that, uh, just cause I have been so busy. So I have definitely worked on my work, like life balance the last mm -hmm. year. And I, if I feel burnout, I will do just that. I will say, okay, I'm done for today. I am going to go take my daughter to the water park. I am going to go take my, you know, my husband and I are going to do a trip, whatever. And I actually schedule that time out for my family, which again, cause I'm so high functioning, you know, taking a couple days off is enough for me because, you know, if I take a week off or if I go on vacation, by the time I'm done, I'm ready to get yeah. back to work. So just being knowledgeable and can recognize when you're getting to that point and then making like, okay, nope, I need to take some time off. I need to regroup. I need to recharge, etc. And that was hard because I didn't want to, you know, I know it's hard and, um, mm -hmm. but it's good for you and it, it makes is. you your best self facing your clients and your team, your mentees, your mentors, whatever that is. Um, you have to recharge and it takes forever to recover from burnout mode. Like if you it are does. full blast burnout mode, it can actually take two to three years to recover, which is insane. Yeah. You know, because of that, you're literally traumatizing your body, which literally. is crazy to think about. Um, so, you know, it is important to take care of yourself. So, yeah, block out your calendar, say no. And, you know, there are going to be texts that are important. And then there are going to be texts with questions that can be answered tomorrow. Right. Yeah. So just, you know, prioritize, learn, learn to do things like that. And I think you'll find yourself um, in a good position because is there such thing as work-life balance? Uh, not truly, but should you believe in it? Yes. You should always strive to have a nice little balance there because it's important, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. So Carrie, let's talk about the icon award through your eyes. Okay. So that first question is going to be, you know, we don't have to talk crazy numbers because my head will spin. The listener's head will spin. We don't have to about that. But I do want to know about how many houses you had to sell in your market to hit icon. 
So usually for me uh, to hit icon, I have to hit about, I want to say it's about 5 million. So it's about probably 47, around 47 transactions. Because okay. our average price point down here, I mean, it was, I think, like 150, 151,000. It's very low. Oh, wow. Yep. So I think Maybe it probably. Maybe move to Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> you can get a mansion up here, but you're going yeah, to have to. Yeah, I'm trying to buy a house in Nashville. And it's like, for $300,000, I can get a closet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. See, up here, 300000 you can get quite a little bit. So. All right. Um, so yeah, come on over. We'll set you up in here. It won't be as much humidity. I'm just kidding. Oh, perfect. Yeah. My hair will thank you actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so 47 houses. That's, that's very different compared to like a lot of people I interview in California. Right. So right. Um, exactly. that's why I like to ask that question. Keep going. You're doing so, so for us, because our price is, um, our average sales price is so low. Yes, I am closing a lot. More. Like our transactions have to be high. I usually on average per year will close um, about 55 deals. Okay. Yep. And I hit icon. I've hit icon the last two years, the two years that I've been with EXP. So um, it's a lot for us just again, because the median price is so low. Um, but I think that's also fun because you know, icons, especially when you are in a larger city, looks a little different than all the rural America that's still trying to sell real estate and make a living at it. And what does that look for like for those people? Right. Mm -hmm. And that was me, you know, when I went to my first conference and I said my median sales price, they're like, you can't buy a single wide trailer on an acre where I'm at with that. And I'm like, I know, you know, cause just it's so true. Like I just told you a closet in somebody else's house. <laughs> yes. and, so, and it's, it's not far off down here, which is crazy, but um, okay. So that's why I like to ask that question, you know, uh, get a good gauge of what's going on. Cause obviously you're going to sell a lot of, um, you know, different type of production from somebody living in LA, which yes. Same thing, you know, they can buy a cardboard box for half a million dollars. So exactly. um, that's crazy, crazy to think about. And then my next question would be, you know, Carrie, uh, not everybody is an icon award winner, even if they hit that production, because they have to give back culturally. Yes. So, you know, whether that be vetting icons or being a mentor or teaching back to EXP world, whatever it is, what is your avenue for giving back to the so that was actually one part of, I think there was a question that was like, what was one thing about EXP that you didn't expect that you like? And that was actually one thing that I liked because I look at the icon stock and everything is like a bonus, right? Like I've already hit a certain amount. And then after that, I get the stock and I get a bonus for more money in my stock, et cetera, et cetera. So for me, the cultural part of it, I really like because it also kind of makes you slow down. Mm -hmm. Right. And then say, OK, how am I giving back to these people? And I love teaching. That's that's exactly I mean, I was training before. Now I have 10 agents underneath me. Um, I really like mentoring and teaching. So the first thing I did was became a mentor. Um, and that actually worked out really great for my office and things like that. The only hard part is like in Michigan where we're at, we don't have a lot of like close knit people to where I am. So like the mentoring mm -hmm. is a little harder if they're outskirts. Um, so, 
eventually, like now, since I'm already a mentor, I would love to teach classes in the world and those kind of things, just because I already do really like teaching. And I actually like teaching much more than what I thought I did. So that's something that um, is a goal for me too, because that's to my next career goals that I have in another 20 years. You know, what am I going to be doing 20 years from now? You know, and I have a goal for that. And speaking in front of people is a part of that goal. So for me, it makes sense. It again, makes me calm down, look at it like, okay, how am I giving back to this too, instead of just running constant every day? Right. Absolutely. And it makes you, like you said, take a step back and evaluate, you know, how are you pouring into those people around you? Because who you surround yourself with is important. And how are you influencing those people? How are those people influencing you? So I think that's uh, an incredible, you know, aspect to really value about exp um not just be like oh my god like i forgot i have to do these classes like no you're excited about them that's Mm -hmm. something to add to your resume as a professional you know you are professionally and publicly speaking exactly exactly you get to add that to your resume Mm -hmm. that's pretty cool right it is so um you know like i just think I just love EXP. I think it's incredible. And uh, <laughs> Harry, you know, we've talked about a lot of great things about the Icon Award, but I want to know what is your favorite part, okay? So is it that big hefty trophy, right? It's really pretty. Is it the fact you get to go to EXPCon and shareholders? Is it the fact you get to, like, have the opportunity to speak in EXP world? Is it the fact you get your cap back? I mean, there are so many benefits to the, to the Icon Award, but what is your favorite part? What makes you say, hmm, I'd like to Icon again? So I think it is for me, a couple of those things. So I think it is kind of like (laughs) the quote unquote, like feeling of being an icon. So when someone sees that you're an icon, they know you're a top producer. They know you're someone that's making money. They know you're a smart business person because you have to do these things in order to be an icon. I mean, these people, we have to make it's a certain lifestyle almost to make what we have to do. So I would say like the status of being icon is also important to me because I like to be taken seriously. So having that icon behind me, I feel as those people would take me more seriously than someone else. So I think just like that spirit of it is really important to me. And then I will say the stock again is a bonus. Like I said, I had, I've taken out stock one time in two years. And it was over $30,000. Yes, it was like 36. And I still have about half left in there just for retirement. And I took that money and my husband and I used it for a couple things that we needed to do. So now we don't, you know, we don't have any debt and all that other stuff, which was great. So that was also a big part of me because again, I look at it as like a bonus, right? I give them $16,000. I have 100% of my commissions from then on. I have some transaction fees, which is nothing in the grand scheme of things to me. And then I get this large bonus that I get to have with the status that goes with it kind of to continue my career, which I think is important. Absolutely. And the status is incredible too, because um, but as far as referrals go, right? So um, say like I'm over here in Nashville and I've got a seller that's like, man, like, I just want to really move to Michigan. You know, it could happen. And I'm like, well, I have got the girl for you, right? So Mm -hmm. I refer him over to Carrie. And because Carrie is an Icon Award winner, and I know she's given back to the world, and I know she's earned that status, you know, I trust to send my referrals to you, which is exciting because, um, you know, that lands you a couple more referrals from 
possibly complete strangers, but in the EXP world um, across the country, which is really cool. Exactly. Exactly. You hit the nail on the head. And, mm -hmm. you know, I think my goal too with the agents that I have is, you know, I have different ways for the agents to kind of work their way up to solo so they can get to that point. Um, and then I have people that just come in to be solo in my office. Mm -hmm. And, but again, it's kind of teaching them all the different ways that I've worked at it for them to get that, right? Because it is like a glass ceiling. People do come into real estate not to pay somebody, but to actually make money. Right. So you have to look at it from that perspective of that individual. And EXP is very agent conscious, I think. Mm -hmm. So. No, that's awesome. And I agree. They do put their agents first. What mm -hmm. better way to keep ret employee retention high than to give them a piece of the pie and to set yes. them up, you know, for success and them to feel like, you know, they can pay off their debt and they do have retirement and they do exactly. have all these great things. I mean, it's incredible. It's really, really cool. Mm -hmm. 100%. And again, so, I looked at it and this is, you know, even with the stock program, because I have agents come in and they're like, well, I don't want to do 5% and do stock and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm like, I was at a brokerage where I paid a franchise fee and saw nothing. Okay. That franchise fee was 8%. This is five. And then I paid mm -hmm. off a ton of debt. Like think about it in the bigger picture. Right. Bigger no, absolutely. Picture. Absolutely. I just got, um, just passed my license this last Saturday. And, you know, I already have people at my CrossFit gym, like, Oh, you passed your real estate license. Have you picked your brokerage yet? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to EXP. I'm like, you can take me to lunch, but I'm going to pull a little Uno reverse card on you because listen about these like stock opportunities. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, say I don't like on my first year, which, you know, is probably very likely, but if I wanted to, I could also set out for it, but also have a full time podcast host. There's other stuff I got to prioritize this year than I got um, right. that, that being said, right. Um, I can still put 5% of every transaction into stocks. Yes. Right. Incredible. Right. What will that turn into after this first year, after the next year? I don't know, but I'm super stoked about it because I've heard stories like yours, like, Oh, I'm paying off debt and I still have plenty in savings or, Oh, I'm doing this. Oh, I'm doing that. Awesome. Well, and that's the great part because some of it vests and some of it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's something you can't touch. So it just stays there. And, you know, right. right now with the economy and everything that's happening and everybody's like, oh, well, the stock's going down. And that's what the stock does. Right. It's stock. So it's good that it's going down because then it's going to go back up. So, exactly. Okay, like it's all part of the game. You just got to mm -hmm. let it right out. You know, I I bought out when I did because, you know, that was just what we had decided to do at that time. But, you know, I think just like you said, it's it's the market. It's going to do that. It's going to go up, down, sideways, all the jazz. I don't care if you're invested in Apple or EXP or whatever it is. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen to everyone. Like, yes, the NFT, yeah. NFTers out there or <laughs> uh, Bitcoiners. I don't care what you, I don't know what any of it means. Okay. But whatever you are, it's going to go up and down. It's a game. Yes. Um, it's gambling. It's yeah. adult, real life, professional gambling. That's exactly what it is. Right. Exactly. Um, well, Carrie, you know, moving on to talk about rookies a little bit, um, newbies to the industry. Let's use me as an example. Okay. Like, Hey, Carrie. Okay. I live in Michigan. I just passed my real estate exam. Um, I'm a brand new agent. I haven't even written an offer letter yet, but I'm, I'm on your team now. And I really want to icon this year. Yes. Okay. What's some advice for me? You know, is that realistic? You know, what are some mistakes you made in the past that maybe hindered you from iconing? 
have this talk with me. So, okay, this is this is my wheelhouse because I train and I train new agents. Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, especially in our area, because you're coming to Michigan, yep. you have to have a very realistic aspect of what this is going to look like. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I talk about, because I see it a lot, is what kind of discipline, what kind of self-discipline do you have? How motivated are you are? How consistent are you are? Because all of these things are part of your journey. If you are not disciplined, if you are not consistent, this is going to be difficult for you. Okay. I can give leads, which I give specific leads to my team members that are pre-approved buyers. Here you go. Ready to go. Just go show them houses, get it, you know, bottom line, et cetera, et cetera. But if you don't have that discipline and that consistency, you are continuously going to be struggling. Mm -hmm. So you first have to have a very large, what I call come to Jesus meeting with yourself <laughs> and really find out what your pros and cons are so we can highlight those, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody's not good at something. I, I'm a terrible speller, awful speller. Grammar is not my thing. I have someone that looks over all that for me now because that's not my thing. Your flaws are not what defines you, but you have to be able to recognize them, right? Okay, Carrie. So I love talking to people, but every time I'm told no, it, it hurts my feelings. I'm discouraged. Yes. So then I'm going to encourage you to go have conversations where people tell you no. Mm -hmm. And then I want you to literally just keep eating that until it doesn't bother you anymore. Because in this business, I mean, you're going to get 10 no's before you get a yes. So if that's something you struggle with, again, there's that other come to Jesus, meaning like, are you willing to push yourself out of these boundaries or are you going to let your boundaries define you? Because mm -hmm. I've had to push out of every single boundary that I loved, every single one. Um, and then, of course, when my team comes on and they do want to be icon, it is a production thing. I give leads to my specific team members that are new so that they will have all those leads so they can work them properly so that they can get that business. Right. On top of teaching them how to get their own leads. Right. So, okay. So I'm, I'm getting to practice, you know, putting an offer, showing houses, having a connection with a client while also, you know, okay, I may have not originated these Carrie, you know, what am I supposed to do? How do I get this real pipeline going? Right. And again, you know, for me, it is sitting wherever you want to sit. I don't care where it is in this lifeline because after COVID, people sit everywhere. Mm -hmm. But it's really, what are you doing every day? How are you prospecting? Are you time blocking? Is time blocking working for you? If time blocking doesn't work for you, what avenue are you going to do to hold yourself accountable to say, okay, I'm going to be getting with my sphere at this time, or mm -hmm. I'm going to go over for sale by owners and expires, or I'm going to do X, Y, and Z for buy it clientele. Like you have to have something written down to hold you accountable to do it every single day. Absolutely. No, I love that. That accountability aspect is crucial. And, you know, being a new real estate agent, you could be dirt poor, dude. I understand. But find a buddy, you know, find somebody yeah. that will at the end of the week, you can get together for a beer at happy hour. They can be like, they can make sure you made 100 phone calls this week or whatever your goal yeah. was. And then eventually as that business starts flowing, you can hire a coach, you can get with your mentor. There's yes. so much more, but you have to start somewhere. Yeah. And masterminds. Um, my upline does a ton of masterminds where you're around a lot of people. And I feel like, oh, excuse me. You're good. I feel like people will get in a rut and then it just kind of like keeps them down. Right. 
And I feel like, especially in Michigan, when we have gray skies for like six months, mm -hmm. that is a big thing. So going to masterminds, feeling inspired, find people that inspire you. I went through a, a portion where Tom Ferry was my man, right? Bananas. Love him. Um, <laughs> did a lot of Tom Ferrying. Then, you know, I have my upline now and he pushes me. He knows I'm bored. He's like, guess what? You need to do something else. And he holds me accountable, mm -hmm. right? So you, no matter where you are in this business, I love the quote, if you're the smartest par person in the room, you need to find a new room. And I completely agree with that 110%. So again, mm -hmm. it's just being very cautious of what you need to do because it's just as much as just business as it is as a personal thing for each person, I believe. No, I 100% I agree. And, um, you know, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. And EXP has plenty of rooms yeah. you upgrade yourself to. I promise you that much. And Carrie, we're creeping up on um, 40 minutes here. So I'm going to wrap it up with our final question, if that's okay with you. Of course. Um, but that's going to be, right? So I'm sure at some point when EXP is introduced to you, you were on the ledge, right? You had that sense of loyalty to your broker. Yeah. Um, you know, you had a mentor you didn't want to cut ties with. It's scary, but you see the greener grass. You see the opportunity over here. The numbers make sense. The model is just incredible. And you're hearing these things in the industry like, oh, don't drink the Kool-Aid. They're a pyramid scheme. They're a cult. Um, so if you, go back, <laughs> if you could go back in time and talk to that Carrie, you know, sitting on the fence or maybe somebody listening right now sitting on the fence, what would you have to say to them? So I thought the same thing. I was afraid that my upline was going to drop me. Um, and that was one thing I was very scared of, but this is the thing, especially if someone is in the area and looking, mm -hmm. I think that EXP is fantastic for a seasoned agent. It makes complete sense on paper. So literally just look at the commission slits, find an EXP agent like myself, that is an icon producer. So they can explain that to you because it, the money will outweigh any, any other structure. That's just how it works. You get right. more. And then for a new agent, I think it's important to find a good mentor that has a good team within EXP so you can learn those things about it and then work your way up to solo. So again, you're not stuck in these traditional brokerage scenarios. You have a way kind of like to work your way up to what you want to be. And that's why EXP works, Absolutely. in my opinion. You're right. You're right. And um, it's it's kind of a build your own career. I like to mm -hmm. compare EXP to a skeleton. Right. And it's just EXP is your bones. Right. You get to pick how large you want your giant to be, what colors right. you want them to wear, where you want them to specialize in. Um, kind of like building your own avatar in EXP world. Right. But yes. this one is uh, is your brand. It's your personal brand and what you want to do with your career. And mm -hmm. EXP just um, supplies the bones and, you know, the that was one last thing because especially in my area people choose to do private brokerages instead of exp and that was something i considered however i will say this to those who might be thinking that overhead that's all i have to say to you overhead eno insurance exactly all those things and you get that sixteen thousand dollars back you and it doesn't, like I said, there's literally nothing else to compare it to. Right. Like Carrie, you know, you said you had given your brokerage uh, $50,000. Over. Okay. First over. of all, 
You can hire a personal assistant that can sit right next to you in office all year round. You can hire a team, a freaking team of virtual assistants for that price um, and probably have some, not probably, definitely have some money left over from that. I mean, it's, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy to think about. So if you want to take your business to the next level, look at those numbers, look at how you can start leveraging because EXP is going to be the best place for you to do that. Exactly. Hands down. Carrie, it has been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. We've got about two minutes left. Is there anything you want to leave the listeners with um, as we wrap up? I guess if, I guess if it's the one thing for me, you know, I would just say, you know, do your research. I'm a true believer that traditional brokerages are on their way out. So if if they're on their way out, look into the different types of programs and brokerages that we have. And again, you're going to see that EXP is the best and that's why we're the fastest growing brokerage ever. Absolutely. No, we just sailed past 80,000 agents. Just did. Yep. And when I joined, we were at 27,000. And that was two years ago, I think. Wow. Yeah. See, just last week, I was like on my podcast, like, oh, yeah, we just sailed past like 79,000 agents. Like 80,000 is coming right up, like here probably in a month. No, I don't even think it's been a week. Yep. And we're already incredible. Well, and that's just because, again, like, you know, you said, and it was for me, when you put it on paper, if you take all the emotion out of it, all the emotion, and you do just business, look at paper, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Absolutely. Carrie, thank you so, so much for your time today. I look forward to seeing you at EXPCon or shareholders or uh, wherever we get to cross paths next and hopefully as soon as possible. All right. That sounds wonderful. And thank you for letting me do this today. Of course, it was my honor to share your story and uh, be on the lookout for some mail from me. All right. Sounds good. Thank Thanks, you so Carrie. much. Bye. Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.